Today with your sexy glasses. Oh, well, thank you very much, Drew. You're looking quite buff. You've been going to the gym more often. Oh, anything for you, Shane? I mean, well. maybe we should push this wedding up a little bit. Huh? <laughs> what do you Let's get started right just... now. Oh, oh my god! Oh, oh. oh. What are you guys doing? <clears throat> I was just explaining to Eli that <clears throat> I love him more than you guys hate Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> That's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of Stream Screams and Memes. I'm Drew. And I'm Asa. And oh and we've got two guests with us. I'm really excited. From the Four Horsemen. You guys want to introduce yourselves? No? Yeah, right now. <laughs> I'm Kyle. And I'm an embarrassed Elias the Wild. <laughs> Maybe I should have brought Slywalk on this podcast. Whoa. I'm just used to driving the sleigh, all right? I'm not used to being one of the reindeer. Like, you, you take the reins and you go. <laughs> so uh, if you guys don't know, Kyle and Eli are with the Four Horsemen, which is a, um, what would you guys describe it as? We call it a production company. Production overall. company? So we do original movies, we do original music, we do literature, we do poetry, and now we're doing shorts on YouTube and TikTok and stuff. Like, we're just creating all sorts of original content that has meaning to us. Uh, anything more to say? Pretty much nailed it. I mean, it, we say production company because ultimately, over the course of the next few years, we do see ourselves being some type of production company when it comes to movies or full-on events, you know, throwing live events for... Not only friends, family, whatever, but also business, you know, make yeah. money doing this thing long term. So right now, yeah, production company doesn't really necessarily fit the perfect mold, but one day it will. Yeah, so it's the four horsemen. I'm one of them. He's another one. We also have a guy that does completely original music named Slywalker. And we have a guy that does all sorts of visual arts and photography and painting and stuff. And that's uh, Alexander the Great. If you awesome. know either Drew or I personally, you have probably seen us talking about the movie that we're about to be in. That's their movie. That's the Four Horsemen co-production. That is going to be what we become. Do we have any idea when that's going to be out? Yes. Yes, yes. We're doing March or April release. Okay. We, we the end of, or the beginning of the festival circuit, no, the end, to, basically the timeline to get movies into festivals is in March. Okay. Yeah, got to get in by then. So we got to have it done, complete, and ready to go by then. Following that, we will do premieres at local theaters. Love it. So, yeah, we're going to set us up, you know, at a spot in Royal Oak, at a spot in Canton, at a spot in Plymouth, and just do a bunch of different showings for everybody who wants to see this. Amazing. And it'll just be like, I feel like a concert tour at the end of the day. Like, we're, gonna, we're so excited <laughs> to get this thing out that, like, we're going to watch this thing about 100 times by the time, we're, you know, it's done. Yeah, and I'm <sighs> crazy looking forward to it. I mean, we filmed this, it's been almost a full year. I want to say, oh, like nine months, yeah. about nine months too, yeah. since we like wrapped filming. And so a lot of it's like kind of pushed away from my mind, you know, like had to get rid of it somehow. Mm -hmm. But looking at footage, I'm like, oh my God, 
That's that's good. That's <laughs> that's really good. We did that. Like that's awesome. Are, are there any scenes that are sticking out where you're like, holy shit, that turned out a lot better than I thought it was gonna turn out? There's a, there's a good handful of scenes where we just like. We were talking about right, how do we get the best shot for this, right? And then we'll have to fill it from over here, and then we'll have to fill it from over here. And then somebody would always be like, what if we just did it in one shot? And like, it would blow everybody's minds. So we have multiple shots <laughs> where like, we, we, we just won it. We were like, all right, do the whole scene. We'll have one camera that kind of follows the, the action. And then they turn out amazing. So you'll nice. have these like sequences, these really pivotal scenes where there's a, you know, a lot of climactic stuff happening. And it's one camera just following all the action. And it feels really good. It feels like you are in the scene watching it. These two are great, by the way. You guys showed up all three seasons. You're two iconic villains. You have big battle scenes in the movie. Oh, yeah? Uh, these two have a great fight yeah, scene. That's awesome. Yeah. Zero, zero prior experience, but we do our own stunts, and it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just like, Drew, are you down to get your ass kicked today? Absolutely. <laughs> you're like, sure am, guys. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're really excited about the launch of the movie. It's, and what's exciting is that it's not just... The, the more we're editing and putting it together, it's not just an action movie, it's not just a drama. We have a ton of characters who all get their due when it comes to separate stories and they all end up like in a different important place from where they began. So it's a very rich story that we're really excited to share. Awesome. Do you guys find yourself now that you're a little bit more out of it, do you think of things that like, oh man, I should have done that instead, or like I should have yeah, said every that day, instead? Every day, all the time. <laughs> yeah, I bet during the editing especially. It's exactly, I'm watching yeah. all the footage and I'm like, guys, I gotta fix this. <laughs> no, it all turned out great, but there's just times where I'm like, shoot, if we, uh, if we did this, if we did this, but in the heat of the moment, I mean, yeah. and so often, the whole cast was people that had other day jobs and stuff. Yeah. Nobody was paid to be there. So we were dealing with, okay, Drew and Mesa can't be there till 2 p.m., but then we yeah. lose this guy at 4 p.m., and then at 6, a bunch of people gotta leave, and like, Dealing with all those schedules, we had to work with what we could get when the time came. Absolutely. Yes. I can't even imagine all the different moving pieces it takes to get everybody coordinated to like even be there for just a small chunk of time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. You should have seen this guy like losing his freaking mind towards the end of the film. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were like scared of him. Walking around the house, stomping what? around. What? It's not he's, that like, bad. he's like knocking on the door. He's like, get up! <laughs> no, they say I was scared. Ask any of the horsemen. Ask my girlfriend. <laughs> Somebody had Shout to get your asses? So, somebody did. We would not have finished this movie without Prometheus, but we all wanted to kill him. And he wanted to kill all of us. And he wanted to kill all of us. We just do what I say all the time, we won't have any of these problems. But I did get in the habit of like, alright, 6am, like, we're on blasting everybody dance now at top volume, like, it's time to get out of bed. I cannot imagine. I remember multiple times, specifically, there was, there was this warehouse scene, okay? Oh, yeah. And Kyle told us that we'd be done by 10. And then all of a sudden, 10 o'clock rolled around. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, 11 o'clock rolled around. And then all of a sudden, we were there until like 1am. <laughs> alright, to be fair, to give a little context... We had a location booked up and ready to go that we were going to start getting ready at 10 a.m. that morning. And at 9.30, they were like, you can't reuse the location. Like, they completely flaked out on us. Damn. So we had to find a new location, find out how to route power. Like, we had to completely start from the ground up at 9.30 a.m. that day. So 30 yeah. minutes from start. 30 minutes <laughs> from start, yeah. It's a sick, it, that location is so cool. Like, yeah. I, I 
feel like there were multiple times while we've been looking for wedding venues <laughs> that I was like, could we just, who do we talk to? Can we just like do it in that warehouse? Because that's like that whole floor. Could we just take over that that's floor? That's the whole floor, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. We did but yeah. we had our bodies <laughs> thought about there. it multiple yeah, yeah. times. That's really interesting. Yeah. And it's right down the road. Exactly. Yeah. It's right there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right. After party here, right guys? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you guys mentioned, um, you guys obviously have your hands in a lot of different avenues. What are some of your guys' personal like favorite projects that you've been either working on or a part of? Me? Yeah. You first. Well, what we become definitely is up there. I mean, it was just heart and soul, and we wake up at 8 a.m. in the mornings and write and 8 a.m. and do editing and just tons of Time, effort, blood, sweat, tears, energy, love into this movie. Action so projects. this one's definitely up there. Um, I've created something that I'm really excited about, but I've been unable to finish okay. just because it's it's really good. It's just not great. And okay. I need that like final piece. It's a uh, detective podcast series oh. where uh, I voice the main guy in like a Jersey accent, right? Like 1980s. Okay. And he's a, a, a young detective, but he's good at his job. And the one thing he has on him is a, uh, a tape recorder. Okay. You know, like in the 80s. So yeah. instead of writing notes down like a detective, he just records it into this. And that's what you hear as he goes through and does interviews into this very, very mystery nice. whodunit on a podcast. I like it. Series thing. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. And it's good. It's really good. It's just uh, I haven't been able to finish it yet. And it's something okay. that I'm like, I need to get this done. And it's not that it's not completed. It's that I'm not satisfied with how I ended it. And I'm trying to figure out a way to kind of rework some things to make it great. Okay. But I'm very excited about it. And I would love to drop it in 23. Okay. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Did you ever end up listening to Quiet Part Loud? The podcast, Jordan Peele's. Yes, yeah. I did, I did. That was interesting. I liked it. I didn't like it that much. I didn't finish fair, it. Same, yeah. fair, fair. Yeah. But, yeah, so, but it's got me inspired. It did give me a lot of inspiration towards, like, doing this again. I bet, yeah, yeah. it sounds like it, yeah. Yeah, That's so. Cool yeah, yeah and, and I love the idea of it. I listened to uh, the Archive 81 podcast, but they also made that into a Netflix show. Yeah. Okay. And so the I was, show was like, really the good. show was good until the end. Yeah. You know, dropped the kind of ball oh. trying to like make a second season. The ending sucked. And they got canceled. <laughs> so they never get resolution. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't it end up like witches yeah. or something? Witches like, and yeah. Yeah. The main guy ends up in this other world yeah. that yeah. Like, the girl yeah. was trapped yeah. or something. Yeah. 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 Interesting. And like, so we just seeing, yeah. So much of lately is shows that don't wrap up their season one and then you don't get a season two, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just saw it's that like with um, Netflix. Midnight Club just exactly. did that. Yeah. Midnight Club just did that. Like you always have to at least end your show with a good solid closure point. Yeah. So that you know the next thing you can keep your stories going, but gives the people some satisfaction. Exactly. Yeah. 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 People are banking too much on getting that second season. Right, yeah. exactly. Instead of just telling like a complete series or like, oh, We'll get another yeah, one for right, sure. Right. And any show that's like, oh, we'll wait till season two to get to the good stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. You're going to waste everyone's time for eight to 12 episodes just to get to the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. a difference between a cliffhanger and just unended stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. precisely. Completely agree. So yeah, I will not do that to you guys. My story will have an ending. No season two. Fuck season two. Season one only. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get it done. And I would love to have Mesa and Drew voice some of the characters. Oh, sign me up. Absolutely. I'd love all you guys to play a voice. So love be on the lookout for, from me from that. Does it have a title yet? Uh, it does not. Okay. It does not. 
Work in progress. Yeah, detective story. <laughs> detective story. <laughs> when I write something, I create something, I just give it a genre, and I'm like, story actor. Like, oh, this is my love story, this is my cop comedy story, this is detective story. It's easy. Keeps and I'll figure it out. organized, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kyle, how about yourself? Well, the thing I've been picking back up lately that I believe you guys saw the first episode of is uh, Game of Princesses that I did on YouTube. Oh, yes. I'm thinking about picking it back up just as an audio drama, just okay, to, okay. like without the visuals. I'm yeah. trying to figure out how to tell this story. I wrote this massive three-season story. Every season does have closure, though. <laughs> uh, that's like, basically Game of Thrones, but with all the characters from the Disney Princess yeah. movies. Yeah. And they all act as they should. They all kind of go head-to-head, and there's all sorts of great like Game of Thrones drama and deaths and like... Mm-hmm wars and stuff and like I, I wrote the whole thing out i love it to death i think it's really good storytelling i just don't know how to like tell that story and i tried the first episode i did on youtube i told it i put art up and stuff and that worked but i think audio dramas are you know a really popular thing right now and so yeah. to kind of bank on that and to, to, to tell this story in a format where people can just listen to it while they're driving or while they're at work or whatever might be the way to get this out so yeah. i picked that back up and i'm really excited about it the nice. other big thing is uh you guys, you guys helped us out with the haunted house. We we took yes. over deranged haunt in yes. super fun, <clears throat> so yeah, fun in Wayne, Michigan. And for the other like, what nine months out of the year, they don't do anything with that piece of land. Mm. Like it's just sitting there, and they've given us permission to throw a music festival there. That's so, so that'd be sick. Yeah. yeah so we know all these DJs. We're yeah. gonna we're uh, gonna build a stage. We're gonna create like a cool. In that pathway through the woods, we're going to string up lights and art and all sorts of fun stuff nice. so that we've got give you the full music festival experience in a location that's a 20-minute drive from home. So, yeah, you guys are going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so I'm really pumped to get that rolling because that'll be really fun. Follow-up question, do we have a name for the festival then? So we like Electric Train Yard because yeah. okay. it's not too far from like some train tracks. Train will go by every like 45 minutes or so. It adds to the ambiance. Okay. Great. Uh, but I think there's there's debate as to whether or not we're going to keep it. Okay. So, working title. Uh, so we're still getting all this stuff sorted out, but right now Electric Train Yard is what we like. Okay. Interesting. I feel like I would only be concerned about being associated with Electric Forest because we're so close to... That's very true. Yeah. And that is Where's another that, concern uh... as well. That's... But it's a similar idea, though. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Having the lights up, having this art, these art pieces, yeah. having... Multiple things to do, not just listen to music, but go get lost in the woods and yeah. hang out. It's like five acres. Yeah. So it's not huge, mm-hmm. but it's also big enough to, to go off and, you know, and visit things. Yeah, absolutely. I was thinking uh, four horses off the cuff, but then four faster horses. Four horses. Four horses. Yeah. Electric horses. Electric horses. Electric horses. Sounds like if you go to electric horses, you're going to walk away with like an STD. <laughs> <laughs> that is to be expected. Yeah. <laughs> um, no matter what the name is? Or... Yeah. Well, I'm just excited to see like how many of the haunted house sets we reuse. And if you're going to like go walking through a graveyard at some point, like how do we spice that up so that drug people aren't like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Like just, just freaked out. Yeah, exactly. We should turn back. Yeah. Or you need to run with it. Or Get precise. like an Ice Nine Kills esque show going wow. in the graveyard. Wow. Oh my uh, god, that's, that's pretty that's sick. Nutty. That's sick. Amazing. We'll put you guys back in costume. Your <laughs> <laughs> yeah, job is to terrorize people <laughs> in the graveyard. Right over there. Yeah, we still got it. Ready to go. So, um, the burning question that Mason and myself have that is yet to be answered. Oh. <laughs> Where do your nicknames stem from? Wow. <laughs> All right, I'll take this one. <laughs> I was 13 years old. Oh, man. Buckle up, everybody. It was <laughs> cold. 
rainy night. I was playing Call of Duty with one of my good friends, Mike. Mike was having some problems. So he was venting into the mic as all 13-year-old yes, boys yeah. who were playing Call of Duty with their boys do. You'd be surprised. He, <laughs> he needed advice. I gave him my sage wisdom. And he said, damn, man. He said, you're, you're, you're smart, man. I'm coming to you for everything. You're Elias the Wise, man. And I was like, that's it. I'm changing my gamer tag. So my gamer tag to this day is Elias, Elias the Wise. Oh, and okay. I just carried the name. And I was like, I need a horseman name. Elias the Wise fits. Love Beautiful. It. You are very wise. You really are. I feel and like you that. have a way of like, when you talk at certain points, mm -hmm. I feel like there's always a certain point in the night at your parties <laughs> while we <laughs> standing there just listening to oh you for a God. while. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's good or bad. It's, it's great. great. <laughs> no, yeah, we look forward to we it. This guy's really preaching again. Yeah. 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 It starts getting later and later. We're like, where's Eli at? <laughs> well, Eli I need a sermon, yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen, they don't call me hippie Jesus. Prometheus, <laughs> <laughs> how about yourself? I, well, see, I never had a nickname like that. Austin knew his off the rip to be Sly Walker. Sure. Will had Alexander the Great, and I was like, I can't be the one guy that's like, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> so I just did a deep dive into, like, figuring out what, what I liked best and what fit me. And I loved the name Prometheus because of the lore behind, like, take the, 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 was the human that snuck into the realm of the gods, took fire from the gods, and gave it to man. Mm -hmm. And then <clears throat> he, he, and that's what set the course for, like, humanity to ascend. And, and I love this idea of the, the fire being, like, taken from the gods, being this gift of storytelling that I can then share with all these people. Interesting. Okay. So, yeah, my, my, on our symbol, I'm holding up a torch. Like, the flame is the gift of storytelling that I'm extremely passionate about. And, like, wow. that's, that's what I have to share with the world. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Kyle thinks very highly of himself. Oh, my God. It's a dope name, Prometheus. That sounds so cool. Just pretty safe. Thank you. It's a great name. It's a good name. Yeah. We've just always wondered. Yeah, every time you guys introduce yourself, I'm like, where the fuck did they come up with these names? <laughs> like, Eli, Elias, okay, I can get that. I was like, how did Kyle get Prometheus? And then Sly, or Sylvester Slywalker. Yeah, yeah, good play on words. I think I just sort of assumed Will's middle name was like Alexander, mm -hmm. so Alexander the Great, and then Prometheus, I was just like, I, I never had a nickname. Okay, I did have nicknames but growing up, but it was all like, <laughs> I, I used to have like puffy hair when I was a kid, like the curled out, like, it was oh. the Jufros when they called it. Oh, uh, 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 calls me with love. JFK. <laughs> Jufro Kyle. Oh and I loved it. But we're not making fun of me. It was like my boys. What up, JFK? Like everybody knew me as that. Even when I cut the hair, they're like, you'll always be JFK. JFK. But I'm like, I'm not calling my horseman name JFK. There's a callback to Jufro Kyle. <laughs> If you want to uh, cut this, I will not be Not at all. No, we are this is the clip. This. this is the clip that's going on Instagram right here. This is the one going on our TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. JFK, wow. I never heard that story. I've known you 10 years. Never heard that story. Oh well, JFK, I'm calling you that. There was a point yeah. where I was like, it needs to die. <laughs> we all need to move on from this. Like, I'm not going to talk to anybody from my old life. <laughs> I'm just Kyle now, no Jay. Fresh start. Exactly. Whole new. In the mirror, just Which you can see in life, our other movie. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Shave my head. Holy shit. I have zero follow up questions. We went and saw Violent Night tonight. Let's talk about that.
Violent Night dropped December 2nd. Obviously, none of us saw it opening night because we all just saw it right now. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it had a $20 million budget, and so far it's already made $42 million. Wow. So good it's been out for, what is it? Yeah, it's been out for a week, and it's already at 42 mil. That's not a lot of money in the scale of, like, most movies. You know, some of those big budget blockbusters. That's kind of what I was thinking. Um, hmm. But on the flip side, it did make double its budget back already. Yeah. So do you guys think that there's opportunity for a sequel? By the way, there will be spoilers during this episode. Absolutely. Do you think by the end of it, they'll make a second one? Uh, I don't think so. I guess you could continue having David Harbour be just like this badass Santa, but it seems like it would be very repetitive. You think so? What, what more would you do in a second one? You Santa again with another plot line? They made yeah. Die Hard 2, 3, 4, Fair. 5, and 6? That's true. <laughs> well, look, we were talking in the car right here. It would have been great if we got a Mrs. Claus cameo. True. Yeah. True. So I kept waiting, waiting for it. Yeah. Why don't we get an actress for one scene? Angelina yeah. Jolie shows up for 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. like, honestly, yeah. Emily Blunt is the perfect Mrs. Claus. That would be great. Cool. Oh. She'd be okay. great. Or if they wanted to go balls to the wall, Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. <laughs> Oh my god, that would have been insane. They're both badass. To, yeah, well, it would have been funny. I mean, if she showed up at the end with his hammer, right? And he's like, You look like the first day I met you. And he cuts back <laughs> oh to her Viking god, guard, yeah. and she's got an axe <laughs> covered in blood. Yeah. So fucking sick. Speaking of the Viking stuff, I was hoping we would have gotten to see a flashback of him becoming Santa after the Viking thing happened. Like, yeah. What about being a Viking led him to becoming Santa Claus? You know, the, the magic must have found him somehow. Yeah. Like, show it. If they would have showed us, like, Ten more, uh, five more minutes of like a flashback scene yes. and explain yeah. that, I would have been happy. That's fair. So I looked into that a little bit on our way home, actually. I Did. started Googling it. Curious if there was any kind of... Like truth to it? Yeah, any kind of reasoning for that. I knew that Christmas has come from kind of like Nordic and German traditions anyway. Sounds like in... Oh, hello. <laughs> in Nordic tradition, they kind of... Thought that Odin was the father of Christmas because he led the midwinter hunts on the back of his flying eight legged horse, and he would go into like kids' houses if they left their stockings out with like treats for the horse, he would then replace it with gifts and treats. Wow, so there is a little bit of backstory to it that actually like makes sense a little bit of nordic tradition to it um which i thought was really cool as soon as yeah. he took his shirt off and i saw like all the nordic stuff i was like is there yeah. what's going on yeah. is that a yeah. thing i was i definitely wasn't expecting him to be like a badass viking back in the day though yeah yeah but yeah if you haven't seen it santa goes hard absolutely <laughs> really hard once, once we wake up the inner viking in him like he's swinging around that hammer like it's nobody's oh, business uh, yes <laughs> what do you call him what, what was the nickname for that skull hammer? crusher skull, skull yeah. crusher yeah if that doesn't fucking say what that hammer does to some folks <laughs> in that movie i don't mm-hmm. know what would yeah, well, because early on it was like we had these really good like one v one fights, right? They're all Christmas yeah. related. They're yeah. pulling out toys and like Santa props, and that was King, great. King, yeah, King, 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 King. Yeah, I like the lights and the yeah, eyes. Yeah, like some great gory yeah. kills. Yes. Uh, but then he gets that hammer, and it's just it's game over. Skull it's crushing. like one v fifteen. Yeah, and he's just fucking. <clears throat> Doing oh. some nasty stuff. And then he gets the ice skates. That was the oh, best. That was my favorite was so part. Insane. Dude, who started that? That's supposed to be my next D and D character. <laughs> gloves with blades. Are you kidding me? He was like, 
grenade and puts it in the guy's jacket and he turns around and he walks away and he's like I gotta watch <laughs> which the Santa puns were great he's oh, like yeah. stocking stuffer for you yeah. 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 Uh, I would say my favorite kill if it wasn't so hard to watch were those Home Alone kills oh my god oh, yeah. we get a whole Home Alone sequence yeah. that is so much more hard to watch than regular Home Alone yeah when the nail goes right through the dude's oh it just stays there uh, or even though he's holding up the nail, the bowling balls are coming down. It was really, yeah. That, that was, was suspenseful. I felt both of us were like, oh no. Like, <laughs> yeah. You had like the nail in front of you his head. Like, oh, yeah. 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 yeah exactly. There were a lot of kills that like, they ripped straight from Home Alone, but actually yeah. showed what would happen if it went, yeah. like how it was supposed to go. Yeah, yeah. I love. Yeah. yeah, the fucking, uh, the Christmas lights on the floor when she's like walking on a barefoot. And oh she's yeah. She's stuck in like the wow. ooey gooey yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then, Falls back and rips her entire oh, scalp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking gnarly. I think yeah. I think my favorite kill though was the end, because obviously Santa can climb up chimneys via magic. Yeah. He grabs onto a baddie and then goes up the chimney with him and dismembers <laughs> him oh, off the top God. into a bucket. He can't fit. Yeah, so yeah. his body just gets just forced through this tiny. Yeah. Yeah. Was so great. I was not so expecting that. That was a good final kill. Yeah. Perfect. That was fucking kill. topper. So, um, this movie was directed by um, a man named Tommy Workola. So This is actually one of the only movies where he actually had a substantial budget. This is the only, like, A movie that he's made. Um, he made Dead Snow. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that one. It came out uh, probably, like, 2012, 2011. Zombies in the Arctic, right? Yeah, zombies. Yeah, they're Nazi zombies in, like, Alaska or something uh, like that. A bunch of teenagers go to a cabin and somehow under cause these zombies to rise from the snow and do their thing. Was that that did you see it? We did. We watched it as like a group. Um, it's it's a B-movie to make fun of. Um, yeah. I don't think it would hold up nowadays. Yeah, but. okay. And then he also directed um, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunter with Jeremy Renner. Wow. I like that one. Those are his top two movies that he's ever made. And then this one. Wow. I wanted to like Hansel and Gretel a lot more than did I did. You? Did you? I didn't catch that one. It didn't look. You didn't like it? Too good to I mean, me. No, I just remember being just disappointed at the end of the day. Really? Yeah, I, I liked aspects of it. I mean, Jeremy Remmer and Gemma Arturin, like it's a great yeah. Hansel and Gretel. They're witch hunters. They they look badass. I just think it didn't really deliver at the end of the day. Okay. Okay. I think you, it had. I like it. I do think it could have been better. I feel mm. like it was. There was something, a piece of the puzzle that was missing there, and I don't know what it was. I loved. Some of the little aspects that they threw in that went with the storyline, like the fact that he has diabetes say, from diabetes. eating all the candy, that's amazing. They really they do that in the yeah. movie, that's kind of funny. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> he needs his shots if he doesn't get them after a time, like he starts falling apart. Yeah, so is, like, it, is it still set in like back then time, or are they trying yeah. to modernize yeah. it? No, it's set back then, but you know how I'm like Van Helsing, he's got these ridiculous gadgets, yeah. okay, back then, but they've got ridiculous gadgets. Okay. I think. Now that we're talking about it, because me and I have been really analyzing lately how the best movies have some aspect of heart in them. Some, like, kind of, like, love. Some kind of, like, genuine, like, genuine heart. And I don't think that movie had that. 
If you look That's back, fair. there was nobody, nothing to really care about or sink your teeth into. Yeah. Like even the brother and sister were just like, yep, we're brother and sister. Da, 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 yeah. With the machine gun <laughs> okay. crossbows. Yeah, they didn't have the greatest chemistry as brother and sister. Yeah. I like them both as actors. They both did a good job, but them together as brother and sister wasn't. And this what is doing it? Thing, right, like the right. chemistry, is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, to be fair, this guy was just the director. It doesn't mean he wrote him. True. Oh, no, true. Well, sure. well, it's a whole <laughs> secondary, <laughs> like, review at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give it six out of ten. Moving on. So, um, obviously, the two main stars in uh, Violent Night are David Harbour and John Leguizamo. How do you guys feel about David Harbour as an actor overall? Do you think, do you think he has the range? Because it's almost like... At least in my head, every character that he's played is almost the same character, just in like a slightly different setting. So you had David Harbour, strong, gruff, badass, going to Hellboy, which was the last <laughs> movie that he did that was like somewhat decent, at least you know big in the sense of budget. Mm-hmm. Again, strong, gruff, badass, and then you go yeah. from that to um, God. What he play in Black Widow? Uh, the, the, Captain red. Russia. Yeah, Captain Russia or whatever it is. The Red <laughs> Soldier. Something like that. Who knows? Almost the exact same character. Do you think he has, like, I guess the acting chops to play something that's a little bit out of his archetype? Did you mean to say Harper? Yeah. At first, yeah. Harper. Yeah, okay. Hopper. I, what so, did I say? You just said Harper again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hopper. Harper, <laughs> Hopper, yeah. yeah. Well, <clears throat> I, I agree with what you're saying about it being the same kind of general type of character, but I think he shows a lot of like emotional range within those characters, right? Okay. I, just in Stranger Things alone, we've seen Hopper go through so many different phases of his life from where he started to being this Russian person that I think he's good at like carrying that role to the emotional places it needs to be. But I think you're right. He's not like a top two actor that can do crazy out of the box parts. At least not yet. We haven't yeah. seen it. All right. Let me answer your question with a question. Okay. <laughs> Do you think Ryan Reynolds is a good actor? No. <laughs> okay, then I would say that you don't think David Harbour is a good actor. <laughs> because ultimately okay. he's just playing David Harbour yeah. over and over again. Yeah, and that's okay. exactly the argument that I make of why I don't really like Ryan Reynolds. is because he's just Ryan Reynolds every time. Right, right, right. And you can't get down with that? I mean... In some situations, like Deadpool, he's great. Yeah. Uh, seeing him in like that spy movie Red, kind of got sick of him at some point. All right, that's fair. So I think it's hit or miss for me, with Ryan Reynolds at least. David Harbour, I guess it's hit or miss as well, because I liked him in Stranger Things, I liked him in this movie. Did he make a good Hellboy? Not really. Okay. Wow. I, I never saw Hellboy because I heard it was so bad. Yeah, it's not Damn, good. Damn, that sucks. Partially, I'd say partially from his performance. Wow. Yeah. No way. Yeah, he just, uh, I don't know. That's a whole other story. It says yeah. a lot. What would you yeah. out of ten? Hellboy? Uh, uh, probably like a five and a half, maybe. Wow, okay. Yeah, six if you have low standards. <laughs> <laughs> I think there are certain actors and actresses that just almost can't not play badass characters, if that makes sense. The For some reason, the other one that comes to mind is Katie Seagal. She cannot play a not badass woman. She just can't. You can never see her as like the nice old lady in anything she's never a good mother in anything because she's a badass and is just a sexy woman you can't i don't know i think david harbour has a similar like he's just a little over the line of being too badass where we might never see him get a part where he even gets to show whether or not he can act like that so you think he's gonna get like typecast kind of I disagree. I think he's going to make the jump to a comedy. 
I think he needs to be uh, interesting. I think he's hilarious. This is a good bridge. And I think he needs to, yeah, bridge into that comedy. And because, like, look, I know he's going to lose weight again to be Hopper and stuff, but he does the jolly thing really well. Yeah. Being a bigger guy, like, he's a good-looking, like, burly man. Yeah. Got a little bit of weight on him, but it's, like, a, it's a good look for him. Yeah. I think he could play this, like, 40-year-old who's, like, looking for love. Make him a rom-com guy. Like, well, I, mean, I, think he do, I think he could do the love thing. I think Interesting. I would be down. I'd be down to give it a whirl. That's for sure. Yeah, I'd be down to check it out. Um, backtracking a little bit, you said Katie Siegel, and for some reason, I kept picturing Susan Sarandon for some reason. <laughs> so when you said she had like a certain sexiness to her, I was like, "There's no way I'm thinking of the same person." No, you're not. I'm with it now. Who's Sons of Katie Anarchy. Siegel? Oh, um, I can't think of she's what like else married, she's in married right now. She's like married married with children. Um, she played the mom. Or am I thinking Eight of somebody rules. else? Yeah. Um, she has <laughs> black hair, but like she always has these gray stripes. I can okay, hold on. <laughs> we'll double back. We're we gonna put up a picture or something. Yeah. I'll, uh, bah, bah. Wow, ah, she is ah. hot. <laughs> it's definitely not Susan Sarandon. And then, as, as far as our second lead, the next biggest name in this movie was John Leguizamo. Yeah. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck is John Leguizamo? Which... I've got notable roles, Sid from Ice Age, <laughs> and Bruno from Encanto. Wow. He's Bruno? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody should know who he is, though. Hasn't yeah, he which is yeah. crazy, because he's been in a lot of movies, but he's never been, like, the guy, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always been, like, same, same Mr. Scrooge in this right. movie. He's always been the backup guy. Um, which, so what did you think of him in the movie? I mean... That's the thing. He does like decent work in whatever role he's in. I just think it's crazy that like, yeah, okay. that he's never like in anything. Like, right? Right? Yeah, he's usually comic relief or something. Yeah, like, he's yeah. usually on the side. Yeah, yeah. What'd you think of John Leguizamo? Yeah, John Leguizamo, Mr. Scrooge. I like him. Yeah. I also kind of feel like he always plays the same thing. Yeah. He always has some kind of comedic edge to him, right? Yeah. Which is why I think I was expecting him to be funnier. I didn't think he was that funny. No, okay. I don't think... Yeah. He was just, like, a stubborn asshole. And with all the diehard references we got in this movie, like, he did not carry the part of... Uh, Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. Yeah. Well <laughs> which, <clears throat> as a quick side note, diehard references for days. Like, yes. This movie Plenty. clearly pulls from diehard. Yes. In a way that's just paying homage to it. Mm. But if you're a diehard fan, like, they pull lines from it. They pull some kills from it. Yeah. The guy at the gate got killed, you know, just like the, the guy at the gate in Die Hard. Yeah. yeah. And they said the same lines and, like, they were even saying some of the same things when they were at the safe in the basement. Which also, the safe character just kind of came and disappeared. Yeah. We yeah. never got a kill. Which, going back to Die Hard, like, that character was really, like, engaging as well. And Hans Gruber was really engaging. I think we could have gotten... It was fun that all the villains had these little, like, names and these little mm -hmm. different styles yeah. and stuff. But, like, I don't think we hit any of the, the interesting heights that we could have with these bad guys. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, they didn't seem very fleshed out. Except for, um, <coughs> I don't remember what the codenames were, but the lady with the, like, the bleach blonde hair and then the big, like, uh, <laughs> European dude. No. The yeah. ones who made it at the end, or, like, made it the furthest, I should say. And when they were interrogating Santa, seeing them, like, slowly question if he was actually yeah. Santa or not. That was yeah. fucking hilarious. <laughs> you know about my bike. How does he know your name? Exactly. Yeah. And then when he watches them zip up the chimney, he's just, like, staring. He's like, he went up the chimney. <laughs> he's real. He just did it. Yeah, when the girl talks to the the other guy that shows up, and she's like, we think he's the real Santa. He's like, <laughs> could be the real Santa. <laughs> I love that that... Whoever that soldier guy was did not even pay her any mind. Didn't look yeah, at her. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Just what the fuck did she just say? <laughs> it's like any 
any any normal adult would do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially somebody in that situation. That, like, you're trying to tell me that Santa Claus yeah, is inside his exactly. bag. Kicking everybody's ass. Yeah. Well, going down the line of actors, I don't mean to ask the question. Yo, yeah. What did you, uh, what did you think of the rest of the characters? Like, the family and stuff. The fact that they pulled Cam, I don't know how to say his last name, Gidgen, oh out God. of nowhere. I know that. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and that the sister is from uh, oh, Righteous, Righteous Gemstones. Gemstones. from a lot. Yeah. And if you haven't watched Righteous Gemstones, it's on HBO. It's pretty fucking good. Is it? Surprisingly good. Yeah, no we came in with very low expectations, and it was so goddamn funny. Yeah. Danny McBride yeah. is a gemstone in that entire series. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's a stacked cast too, right? Yeah, it three does. main brothers or yep. John Goodman's in it. Good John Goodman's yeah. a lead. Wow. He does phenomenal too. It's so What's good. What's the other guy's name who did like Pitch Perfect and stuff? Uh, oh, he's the really, Adam Devine. Yeah, yeah. Adam Devine. Mm -hmm. He's in it as well. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. No, I mentioned that. Yeah. That's awesome. So cast and as far as comedies go, it's fucking hilarious. Wow. Good to know. Um, other than that, I think. Uh, the rest of the family was kind of forgettable. Which is sad because they were supposed to be kind of like the main family. Yeah, like the, the dad. kid was kind of the main, one of the main characters. But yeah. yeah, the dad and the mom that were like separated and we were supposed to care for. <laughs> yeah, we really were supposed to root for them getting back together and we're... The dad was such a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh the dad was God. the worst. And he looked like a bitch. The yeah. whole movie, you were like, his face, you were like, that's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, wife was pretty dope. Like, yeah. she actually came through and we needed her. Yeah. Like, I, I thought she was a good character. Dad was so lame. Yeah, dad's just over here like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. his ass kicked. She had to get the her own kill by herself. She got yeah. two kills. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All he was Killing. running around like a bitch. And then uh, they fucking attacked uh, one of the bad guys with, like, fire pokers and shit. Yeah. And then yeah. dad's just cowering under some hay I know. Yeah. 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 So, awesome. weak character. Really weak. Yeah. Also, I did expect a little more Santa magic. Yes. I, I expected, expected like, too. she was talking on the radio, and I was like, well, it'd be dope if, you know, Santa didn't have a radio, but, like, he could actually start to hear the, like, someone praying to him or yeah. whatever it was. Like, I don't know, a little bit more of the belief stuff. But it was cool that it was very, like... Based in reality, Santa yeah. had, to get, he had to get stitches, and he was like actually yeah, taking yeah. a lot of damage. So if it was, this was like a PG thirteen movie, I could have seen the magic thing kick in a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. where yeah. like uh, instead of like he gets stabbed and it would heal like a little bit faster. Right. Like, right. I was expecting yeah. almost like a Captain America esque version of Agreed. Santa Claus, yeah. where he's just like super super strong, right? Yeah. yeah, he wasn't. Which yeah, they showed him like crack a uh, nut. Or not a nutcracker, a walnut with like his bare hands. So you know he's like a little stronger yeah. than your average bear, but um, not like super overpowered for yeah. sure. But like you said, he got, he got his ass kicked. Quite he kind of does, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I also I wasn't a big fan of him being like, well, I don't know how the magic works. It yeah, just does. There should be a magic or, like, system. You're, yeah, you're no. a Santa, and Even it was Santa lazy of you guys yeah. to not like just explain how it works. Yeah, yeah. that was the biggest. Just pop steal from whatever <laughs> other Christmas movie there is. Like we don't need deep explanations. Tell us your yeah. unbelief of it. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because then, if the soldiers started to believe, you could have gotten more powerful. Wow, like, that would have been yeah. cool. Yeah, which I mean, they sort of did at the end, but like yeah. if he did it with the 
soldiers once they started to see like, believe and he gets like, the power. Yeah, yeah oh that they, when the, uh, two at the end, like we're like, maybe he really is Santa. If you got like a little juiced up from bullets him. come out of his chest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 leaned into cool. the absurdity that they've already given us. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we've been saying like a few more minutes of character development for the family would have gone a long way. The yeah, husband absolutely. and wife they fix their problems no they just went through trauma and we're like oh i miss you yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like if literally give us a two-minute conversation yeah or yeah. an act of heroism that actually works like yeah but show us why they think this will work now instead of just oh well we got saved for a minute and yeah. even if they want to take the easy street of like dad like sacrificing himself in some way to save mom even if it's just like taking a bullet and then being okay in the end for santa right yeah for yeah. santa or um for the wife with the kid yeah for the wife with the kid anything that would have been a lot more development into their relationship than just like oh i'm gonna burn some money dude exactly <laughs> yeah, burn half meal oh burn half meals. and then you do anything <laughs> you love me still <laughs> uh, yeah so the movie had its flaws but yeah. it was Supposed to be a little cheesy, yeah. And the Santa lines, mm-hmm. I thought they were great. They were yeah. cheesy, but they were great. They were Some of the kills were cheesy, but they were great. Like, yeah. Absolutely, it, it knew when to be cheesy and when we would like it, and when to like yeah. be like, all right, now we're gonna smash this guy's head in with a, yeah. with a sledgehammer real quick. <laughs> yeah. With that being said, I think the the money burning was the point of the movie. That's that's kind of the whole idea behind it. That's the whole idea of Santa sitting in the bar talking about the fact that kids are just greedy nowadays. But it wasn't the kids going. Yeah, but people are just greedy in okay, general. Fair. People just suck. That was a theme. He's I'll going, yeah, he's going through all the houses and he sees all the Amazon boxes under the trees, and everybody yeah. wants video games. Everybody wants just money. money everybody just wants, yeah. So they kind of it went with the theme. That's I get fair. it. Still, it was dumb for the family, but it it made sense for the movie itself. That's yeah, fair. I agree with that completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought the same thing. I'm I, very, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I do think even though we didn't get the Heart from the family specifically. I think we got it from the little girl and Santa Claus. Yeah. I think her yeah. talking to him over the walkie-talkie choked me up a little bit. Yeah. A couple yeah. of times. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So I think <laughs> we were. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> you rattlesnake. Yeah. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I'm a machine gun dipped in venom. I don't get teary-eyed over a little girl Santa talking Claus. to Santa, except for some time. <laughs> uh, Dread mascara running down his face and came out of the theater. Like salt from popcorn mine. <laughs> so I did, you were talking about the fact that movies need heart in them to be really good movies. And I think, again, even though we didn't get it with the family, we got it in other places in this movie. That's fair. I agree. The radio thing worked really well. The daughter mm-hmm. was great. The yeah. chemistry with her and Harbor over the radio was awesome. Yeah. I liked that a lot. We got to see a little bit more of the bonding uh, with Santa as opposed to just, like, her with the family. Mm-hmm. Which would have been kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we'll end, like, to spin the tale of, like, Santa's not just saving the family. Like, she's re- reinvigorating Santa's, like, love yeah. for being Santa. Yeah, yeah. like, great. his faith in people again. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you think you guys would recommend this movie to people? Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. I would recommend it to action junkies at the end of the day. Action right? I recommend it to people who like action movies in general. Uh, I wouldn't take, like, my family to see this. Like, yeah, there's, like, <laughs> I feel like if you're under the age of 13, like, maybe these kills are a little rough for you. Yeah, but if you're an action fair. movie household, yeah, watch it. I disagree. Like, I think all these 13-year-olds playing Fortnite would love it. Yeah, I do too. Watch Santa flossing some dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you say it teeters more on an action movie or a comedy? Because it kind of walked that line, but if you had to pick one side of the fence. Action. I'd say action. Action, for yeah, sure. Yeah, right there with you guys. 
So, um, is it a Christmas movie? Absolutely. Yeah, it's okay. Santa, dude. <laughs> Christmas music, Christmas puns, Santa Claus Santa. himself. Yeah, <laughs> Like, uh, Die Hard's a Christmas movie, this is definitely uh, a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, Die Hard gets a lot of controversy, which it is a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas, movie. it's a Christmas movie. But, I mean, you get, the, you get some people that aren't as, you know, uh, movie-inclined as yeah. us aficionados who say that yeah. it's yeah. not, but... A.K.A. idiots. A.K.A. <laughs> morons. <laughs> Try to say it's not. This is definitely a Christmas movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, so on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you guys rate it overall? End of the day. All right. So, like, are you asking me to, like, think about my favorite Christmas movies and then compare it to that? Or am I looking at, like, a movie in general? Good question. I would say just as a movie in general. Okay. Movie in general. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Okay. We're, we're going to double back to this, though. Okay. Uh, I think we're going to give it a 7. I, I did like it. I had a good time watching the theater. I wouldn't be... I wouldn't rush to see it again, but okay. I had a good time. Okay. Mason? I agree. I think 7 out of 10. Okay. I'd probably put it a seven, seven and a half out of ten as well. I think I'm right there with you, Eli. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a 71%, so nice. we're pretty much right there. IMDb, 7.1 out of ten, so... Wow. Yeah. We agree with everybody else in the entire world. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else. But doubling back, uh, comparing to other Christmas movies, let's, let's leave, like, Die Hard out of this. What would you rate it as? Yeah, I mean, honestly, looking at... Christmas movies that I love to watch year in and year out, right? Like Home Alone's up there. Gotta okay. watch The Grinch. Gotta watch uh, Elf. Okay. You know, Polar Express and stuff. But like, that's four and I've got a fifth spot open. Like, I throw this <laughs> in something that I'd watch like on a yearly basis. Like, okay. I think it's fun enough. I think it's funny enough. I think it's Christmassy enough. I think if I was having a glass of spiked eggnog while I was watching it, you know, I'd really enjoy myself. Yeah, okay. So I think this is a, a one that I would definitely put on my must-watch every Christmas list. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys think it compares better or worse as uh, when comparison to I think like, it, Christmas in general or Christmas movies in general? For Christmas in general, I think it compares better. I'd probably up it to an eight out of ten. Okay. Because you've got Christmas movies that fall into other subgenres, right? You have Christmas comedies. You got Christmas love stories. Yeah. You got, got family feel good. You even have Christmas like horror. And we don't have a ton of like really Christmas themed action movies. Yeah, that's fair. And so like in that regard, yeah, it's one of the best Christmas action movies I've ever seen. So okay. it gets a better score. Yeah. I would agree with Eli. I think even as we were watching it, I was thinking, like, I would watch this every year around Christmas. I would make this a consistent thing. Okay. I think comparing it to some Christmas horror movies, some things that are a little bit more gory, I'm thinking of, like... Krampus. Krampus or Better Watch Out. Um, oh, I forgot about that one. Better, Better Watch Out is really good. You guys should watch that one as well. Um, I... It's up there, I think, but I really, really like Better Watch Out. I think we should watch it again. I want to watch it soon. Absolutely. Um, and it's it's a very similar, there's something about the warm Christmassy feelings with blood in the <laughs> entire thing. There's just something about it. I really that, like it. That ends up for you. <laughs> in a shirt like that, like, this is all coming together. It all makes sense. You're like, you would make this warm contrast. <laughs> Christmas is supposed to be like a happy, fun, good time, and then... Yeah. You got but the black even, comedy. I've seen somebody getting like chopped in half. Down <laughs> to the music. Like I loved hearing the Christmassy music, even though we didn't necessarily have like really classic Christmas yeah, music yeah, in this yeah. movie. There was like jazzy Christmas music and all that kind of stuff in the background. And something about having 
that Christmas music in the background of him crushing somebody's skull with a hammer. So who <laughs> does it for me? They had a whole scene like that. They played a big Christmas song. Yeah. I think of what it is. It's like a popular song, and he just like you know bashing people like crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was the uh, the shed scene, right? Yeah. I think, yeah. I don't know what song it was. I don't remember. Yeah, it's top of my head, either, but, but it yeah. flowed really well. Yeah. yeah. Quick, Definitely added to it. Hot take. Did you guys like Krampus? I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, first time I watched it, I thought it was pretty good. Mm -hmm. We used to have a tradition with my little friend group where every Christmas Eve, once we were done with our family stuff, we'd go to the movies and like nice. watch a movie together. Wow. And um, usually around Christmas time, there's not too many good choices out, and Krampus was obviously one of them. And that was the top one that we watched. Um, but I think this one beats Krampus. Well, yeah, I, like this one yeah. a lot more. I would say this one beats. Yeah, for sure. What about you? Yeah. I agree with that as well. I I really like Krampus. I yeah. like. I typically uh, like to have my Christmas without blood and guts. <laughs> I'm just okay with it being a happy season full of good vibes. But I was like, all right, I knew there were some crazy monsters and stuff in it. And like, and I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Other than the gingerbread were stupid. But like, yeah. otherwise, yeah, like, uh, the, the present monsters coming out and Krampus mm -hmm. himself. Oh God, and it was yeah. getting turned into snowmen out front. Like, mm -hmm. I, I thought it was really fun. I want to rewatch Krampus now. I yeah. feel like I haven't yeah, watched sure. it since it came out. Now you're like, take me back to all these <laughs> memories of like crazy shit and Wild imagery. And surprising cast, right? Yeah. You got Adam Scott from Parks and Rec. Yeah. And like, it's not people you'd expect, and then people start dying left and right. They yeah. don't hold back. Exactly. Doesn't everybody die at the end of that? Spoiler alert. Do you remember how it ends? Everyone ends up in the snow globe, right? Which is a little whatever, but yeah, I get but it. it's weird seeing a movie like that where literally nobody makes it out alive. Like, yeah. Usually yeah. you expect even like the kids to make it, but. Francis is like, mm, we're taking all you motherfuckers. So, as horror fans, is it better to have one person get out or better to have everybody die and the bad guy get away? I like to have my expectations crushed every now and then. <laughs> so I think it's kind of cool that, like, wow. you know, I'm like, oh, they're going to let little kid live. And, you know, Krampus isn't going to kill a kid. And Krampus is like, nah, son. <laughs> <laughs> Not today, boy. <laughs> so I like it. I like it every now and then. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I love a good final girl. Love it, gotta love it. Um, <laughs> again, the more covered in blood, the better. Yeah, like yeah, then yeah. she needs to have redemption. She needs to absolutely yeah. ruin anybody in her way. I but yeah, if somebody makes it out, I don't even necessarily care who it is. I feel like somebody's gotta make it. That's great. Yeah, the soul survivor lives yeah, a solitary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like Cabin in the Woods outlines the rules, Mesa. Final girl, it doesn't matter if she lives or dies as long as she suffers. <laughs> <laughs> and the other gods are happy. <laughs> Go watch Cabin in the Woods. I've seen it. I've seen it. I was just like, this is a dumb, normal, like, whatever movie. Chris Hemsworth in it. I'm watching it. And I was like, whatever. But after what Drew said, the one time we talked about this, I was like, I need to watch that movie. <laughs> and? I have not rewatched it. It was like, slide on the to-do list. Just <laughs> Dude, it's sitting right over there. I'm yeah. fucking sending it with you guys. I, I can't watch horror movies during Christmas time. That's yeah. fair. Do you guys have oh, other... I want a list. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, do you have recommendations for, for your audience as to horror movies or like... You know, dark action movies or whatever that are set around Christmas time. Set around Christmas time? Yeah, do you know what are the good, like, horror. Better Watch Out and Black Christmas yep, Black are Christmas the first two good. that come to mind. That one's pretty, that one's pretty gory. Mm -hmm. That one's pretty bloody. Both of them are, yeah. honestly. Yeah. I think Better Watch Out has very similar Home Alone esque vibes, True. I think, just True. because it's, it's a kid and, like, his 
babysitter, I think. We gotta watch this I one remember, again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you better watch them. <laughs> that are at home. <laughs> well, this is high quality content right here. This is why they bring us on. <laughs> They're at home and they have, there's like an intruder trying to come in and do something, kill them or something along those lines. So they go through the same similar kind of home alone ideas, but in a much more gory, bloody wow. way. So interesting. Better Watch Out is really good. Black Christmas is also really good. I, like Black I don't Christmas. think I remember that one nearly as much, and obviously I don't even remember Better Watch Out. Yeah, it's been much. a while. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's about it as far as the Christmas themed yeah. ones like this. However, yeah. uh, you're a mean one. Just came out. I haven't seen it That's yet. Out? That's the Grinch slasher yeah, one, right? Yes. Slasher. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. They're doing Winnie the Pooh slasher. Oh, yeah. Family uh, domain, baby. Everything's getting a slasher now. <laughs> yeah. Look, if they stuck to the Grinch lore, similar to how this movie stuck to the Santa stuff, that could be so good. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually really want to see it. And he's just yeah. like, see, like knife, like <laughs> who's licking the blade, like. <laughs> Just enjoying Christmas by killing all these who's that that's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Like he just goes house to house, house burns the Christmas tree, like and destroys it all. I think you guys all need mental health. It's a cheesy B movie, you gotta love yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. There's Cindy also Lou Who's the girl, the one who gets yeah, out. The final girl. Wow. Love it. Uh there's also a series called The Ginger Dead Man. It's a gingerbread man cookie that kills people. Wow. <laughs> I don't I'm recommend it, if you're under the influence and you want to watch something really dumb, check it out. Cindy Lou Who makes the evil Grinch's heart three times its size and then she stabs it while it's a big vulnerable spot. Boom. That's we should have wrote this movie. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. That's going to be his weak spot. That's we should have made this. Resident Evil where it's glowing orange. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the one that's spot. <laughs> Everything yeah. else is invulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> but it's hard. <laughs> Love it. Want to see it. So I'm, what are your Christmas movies? What are your go-to yeah. non-bloody Christmas movies? I already said mine. All right. Die Hard, Christmas Eve every year. Okay. You gotta. Elf oh, will always put me in the Christmas spirit. That's a classic. You can't beat it. Love it. Uh, Polar Express. But you gotta, like, you gotta turn off the lights. You gotta blast it. You gotta get lost in it. What is wrong with you as a human <laughs> for shaking your head at that? The animation in Polar Express creeps me out. It's the dead eyes of all the children. They all have these dead blank eyes. I think you're projecting. No. <laughs> Rewatch it, man. Just stare at their eyes the entire time. This year, this lifeless. Christmas Eve or whatever, you gotta watch it's, their eyes. They look lifeless and it wakes me out. If you man. ruin this movie, I'm gonna kill you. I'm there with my family, I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> the little kid with the, like, the flat top and the glasses. Oh, yeah, the best. Yeah, he pierces into your soul, man. Staring at you. No, no good. He has a really specific vendetta, I guess. This movie, like, yeah. you won't watch it. I hate it. Like, Tom Hanks plays everybody, even the kid. Are you calling Tom Hanks' eyes dead? No, is that what you're saying? <laughs> well said. I wasn't that to you, Tom. <laughs> uh, what else do you have? Guys, have other go to movies? Um, I want to say Chevy Chase's uh, Christmas Vacation is the yeah, top tier. Nice. I also really like watching Elf every year, yeah. Um, I think those are my top two. I think I've watched those every single Christmas or like Christmas season. Did you ever go back and watch the old classic like Claymation? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I love those. those. those I love cool. the Claymation. Sound effects are freaky though. They did not know how to make sound effects yeah. back then. I mean, yeah. like, I'll just watch it and the penguin sound like blows my speakers. <laughs> and we're like, what the hell was that? <laughs> 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 
but like the movies themselves are so yes, charming. Yes, The Year really Without good. a Santa Claus, yeah. I think is my favorite nice. one. The Heat Miser and Snow Miser, yeah. yeah. The best, the best. Um, I don't think I rewatched those as like an adult though. And they freak me out. Yeah. Claymation freaks me out. I'm not a big fan of Claymation either. <laughs> scares me. Yeah. So I put it on, no, maybe a little bit below Polar Express creepiness level, but it'd be up there. Uh, there's a movie called The Family Man. It's with Nicolas Cage back in like 2000. Wow. I know this movie. Oh, and uh, it's a movie about, it's kind of like, you know, seeing an alternate version of yourself when you made the wrong choices in life, whatever. Nicolas Cage has a ton of money, has this like interaction with an angel who sends him to a life where he didn't choose the money. He chose this woman and now he's a family and like okay. teaches him all these lessons. And I watched it every year for like huh. eight years in a row or something like that. But it's like kind of embarrassing because I'm like, it's Nicolas Cage, but he's actually really good in the movie. <laughs> This was before he like started tanking with like National Treasure and shit like that. This was no, I mean no, he was good in National Treasure. I think. Yeah, <laughs> that was his last like. Uh, he series. was good in the new movie with uh, Pedro Pascal. Have you seen that one? Oh, where he's um. He plays himself. He plays himself. himself. Yeah, he's fucking phenomenal. Oh that my god, he's the unbearable weight of massive talent. Yeah, he makes fun of himself for everything that you guys would roast him for the entire it's, time. It's oh, good. It's oh, really good. Pedro Pascal yeah. is great. Okay. It's hilarious. Yeah, you'll really like it. Check out the Family Man. Check out. That movie he said. Yeah. And Violent Night, <laughs> which this podcast was about. Alright, cool. Uh, final thoughts, anything like that? Uh, it's a fun action flick. Like, yeah. I got what I wanted. Uh, some good lines, some great action, Christmas vibes. It, it was a good movie. Yeah. I, I did enjoy it. 100%. Yeah. I like the director. I've never seen anything else he's done, but I think this was uh, a success, right? They've already doubled their... Budget, I would call that a success. Yeah, I call forty-two million dollars pretty damn good. Yeah, it's successful. <laughs> and it's uh, only been out for a week and a half. So, yeah. if they make a second one, I'm for it as long as they figure out the magic system. <laughs> as long as we get a Mrs. Right. Mrs. Yeah. Blunt. Mrs. Yeah. Blunt, yeah. Maybe that's what they're saving for the sequel. I'm down. I'm down. You can have the girls who bring us in. I need help. He comes in. He's got the elves. He's got exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Mason. I, my final thought is not even, not about this movie, and it's more of a question. For the four horsemen? Yes, for okay. for all of us, really. Okay. My question is, are we doing Avatar next? Wow. Yes. Absolutely, yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. We just gotta, we gotta make sure we see it in the biggest screen possible. Oh, so yeah. We're doing this yeah. if we do it right. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. 3D. Yeah. 3D. Yeah. Do they just still do 3D? I'm pretty sure this one's yeah, in 3D. Yeah, it said it was going to yeah. be in 3D. Wow. Yeah. Cameron's like, charge him an extra 250 <laughs> <laughs> I want my money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, it's coming out this weekend. I'm so excited. Yeah, I think it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, I think it looks like it's the exact same story, uh, just told retold with his kid in the water tribe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, guys, I'm done to see it next Monday and do this again. We just have to pick an earlier showing because this bitch is about to be like three that's hours true. long. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right, we're in. That'll happen. Absolutely. Well, stay it's been tuned. A blast. Yep. Stay tuned. I'm Drew. I'm Mesa. I'm JFK. Oh, God. I'm Elias <laughs> Elias. We'll see you guys next we'll time. We'll see you guys next time.